is going on, my friends? How's everybody doing? It's time to talk to you again, and I hope that you are grooving to the song I sing at the start of this here episode. It's gone too long, and I'm afraid that your head's about to explode. If you're still here, I don't know why, but let's start the show. Two, three, go. I ended up getting pretty hammered last night, y'all, <laughs> and having an awesome, awesome time with some friends that I haven't seen in a long time. We haven't been together in person in a long time, and it was it was amazing. It was so good to be back. But I woke up this morning, <laughs> I woke up this morning, and I noticed that the recording function of the Anchor app was up and running on my phone. <laughs> like, I had been about to record some stuff, and much to my chagrin, I actually didn't record anything. And I wish I would have, because I was, whoo, man, I was in the bag pretty, pretty good last night. It's funny how... If you quit drinking for, I don't know, what, 18 months? Is that how long the pandemic's been going on? And then you start drinking again like you never stopped. (laughs) The next morning can be interesting. (laughs) I woke up for the first time at like 5.30 in the morning and was just like, no, this isn't happening. I'm not waking up right now. managed to get back to sleep for a couple hours and... Feeling better, feeling fine, still a little, a little rough around the edges, a little haggard, a little Merle haggard, as we used to say back in my Chico University days. Anyway, what are we doing here today? Well, I got a couple calls from uh, Jason and Carl. They both had stuff to say about the uh, the question I asked in my last episode, which was titled "I'm the hottest girl in high school," because for sure. Totally. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, Jason and Carl have some stuff to say, so we're just going to hang out. Just you, me, Jason, and Carl shooting the breeze, talking about gaming, talk about healthcare. Yeah, you know, kind of cover cover it all. Just get get it done. So, you know, it's going to be chill. Let's get into it. Hey, Joe, Jason here. Hope this audio is not too bad using the the ear Bluetooth earphone things for the Apple iPhone. Anyway, I'm driving in the van that hopefully is going to chug along for a few more miles, hoping eventually I'll get the bike so I can give you a bike update. But right now it's getting a windshield and different stuff put on it. Anyhow, as far as your thesis and your question in your last episode about the old games and the successors to them, I think you are hundred percent right. I am in your corner. If somebody's playing OSC instead of BX, then they can't say BX is the best version of the game if they're consistently not playing it, right? Same thing with, although I think first edition Dungeon Dragons gets played more often than the, you know, the copies of it. But I think OSC is played more often than BX. And um, that's interesting. That is interesting. I'm assuming when you say first edition, you mean AD&D? but I could be wrong about that. But anyway, I wonder if there are more people that still play first edition than the simulacrums of it, the clones of it. I don't know. Uh, But I I do find it 
really, really interesting because first edition, I, I, I'm pretty sure it was first edition AD and D was my first experience with role playing games. So it's it's awesome that there are people still out there playing it. <laughs> you know. Anyway, man, you got more to say. Let's hear it. So, yeah, I, I think if somebody says a, a version of the game's the best and they're playing one of these new retro clones or similar clones or whatever we're going to call them, I, I think there's two reasons for that. One is they're, they're not being honest with themselves and they don't think the original version's the best. Or two, they're giving into peer pressure because everybody else wants to play Swords and Wizardry or OSC or whatever. I, I mean, look at Rob over down the peak. For many years, he's played BX. I mean, it with house rules, but that's fine. So he's played BX, and now he's moved on to Swords and Wizardry for now, and he may go back to BX at some point. Um, but he's playing Swords and Wizardry instead of OD&D. So I think in Rob's case, he might say, he might, you know, and I can't speak for Rob, but it looks like he does play BX, but he prefers the, you know, the evolution of OD&D over the original game. I think outside of very few people, like Chicago Wiz and Daniel Bandit's Keep, hardly anybody plays original Dungeons & Dragons. They're all playing Swords and Wizardry or one of these clones of it because the original books are just so hard to get through and decipher. And not hard, it's just a pain in the butt where if you have clearly set out rules, it's a lot easier to play. As far as OSC and all that, I think people are just jumping on the bandwagon and they're not being intellectually honest if, if they say BX is better than OSC. I say BX is better because I prefer it. And I, you know, if I was going to run a game, I would use BX, but I don't run Dungeons and Dragons. So, you know, it's not a problem for me. But when I have run PSR games, I run the original games via Boot Hill or, you know, Top Secret or whatever, right? So, yeah, I don't know what the, yeah, I'm interested to see what other calls you get. But I think people are giving in to the, popular thing that everybody wants to play these new games um and, and that's why they're playing them as part of it and and i don't know how many people are out there saying the old games are better but them playing the new games i don't necessarily think that's true i think people praise the old games and praise their place in history but as um brian has said over and have to look that up recently you, you know yes star frontiers and all these old games are great but let's be honest, we have new games, new mechanics now. Unless you really want to do nostalgia, there's no reason to pick up those old games. And I think that's probably true to a large degree. There's no real reason to pick up OD&D instead of Swords and Wizardry unless you really want to try that historical thing. And then it's more of an experiment than a, a better game. But never fear, Joe. Some of us are keeping the faith. So after our experiment with against the dark master Barry a shadow of the gym and minion from who tagged you over there on twitter from confessions we timmer spushi and our fed you know darren green and another gentleman myself we've been talking and it looks like the next game we're going to play when we finish up our current game of gurps is going to be space master so instead of picking a newer game we're going back to 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 good solid ice classic so uh, I look forward to starting our Space Master game. Should be a lot of fun. And, and know that some of us are still playing the old games, Joe. So don't lose all hope. 
I can always count on you to be pumping up the old games, man. That rules, dude. You know, whether it's Cyberpunk 2020, Top Secret, Merp, Rollmaster, now Space Master with that awesome sounding group. I've been lucky enough to play with you and Arfed, and that's always been a blast. And yeah, Barry and Minion both seem like awesome dudes. And if there's someone else that I'm forgetting, sorry. <laughs> sorry, you're probably super rad too. Anyway, man. Yeah, you're probably right. There's there's probably not very many people out there saying, you know, Beck Me is the best version, but not playing Beck Me, like playing a clone of it. That's probably right. I was probably exaggerating things. So thank you for pointing that out. And yeah, you basically covered everything, man. I don't really have anything else to add. Uh, so thank you for that very thoughtful, thorough answer to my question uh you mentioned that you were interested to hear what the other folks had to say uh on the subject so listen up because we got carl and then that's it <laughs> it was just the two of you <laughs> which is totally fine i knew i could count on you jason thank you again man all right carl you're up dude it's funny joe i have well i just got ose or the second part of OSU Kickstarter and the Swords and Wizardry, just because they look nice and you never know. I mean, I have the old Moldvay box for BX and if it falls apart, well, now I got a backup. But honestly, I think, I think I haven't run anything with them, though I played in some games that people run with them. And when I ran a classic rule system, I was using BX Back Me Rule Cyclopedia running my Broken Lands game. So I guess I'm the exception rather than the rule. No. Though it is interesting, I think I'm thinking of all the groups that I play with and people other than the Broken Lands game, people don't really want to play any of those older versions. And Broken Lands has been on hiatus anyway, but people, my home group, would rather play 5e or some other newer game uh all of you guys in my online community groups want to play something other than the world's greatest role-playing game right so or incarnations of i mean honestly the most thing i've the thing i've been playing the most has been savage worlds so there you go I think that's super interesting, Carl. You are the dude, uh, the the person I know that plays the most games uh, on a regular basis, man. You're always running or playing something, and it's always different. And, and yeah, it's just interesting that, you know, most people that you play with aren't interested in those older versions. I don't know. I I, I think it's amazing that, people are still playing RPGs in general. I think it's cool that they've updated and modernized those older games to make them, you know, a, a little more accessible or whatever. That's fucking rad. Uh, and it's a testament to those old games. You know, I'm not trying to throw shade on them at all. They are, as Jason pointed out, an amazing thing in their time period. Absolutely. Uh, 
but yeah, so thank you for that. That's some, you know, good data or data. I datum. I don't know. <laughs> I always got that wrong in my statistics class. Anyway, you got some more stuff to say about uh, about acronyms. One of my favorite subjects. And actually, I think I've been trying to consciously not use the OSR divisive term when I'm talking about these older versions of Dungeons and Dragons. I think I'm saying older versions of Dungeons and Dragons or older versions of the rule set instead of that. So maybe you can steer away from that terminology. And like you've said before, you hate acronyms. I'm beginning to see the light. I try not to say FLGS, I name the store or place where we're playing or doing stuff or when I reference that place. Thanks to you, because you're right. Why, why use divisive acronyms when you can be specific? Yes, yes, 1,000 times yes, man. <clears throat> I do not like the FLGS acronym at all. I don't... Yeah, it. it I see it. I hear it. It doesn't me. It doesn't conjure up images of a gaming store. And plus, I mean, honestly, I've been to a bunch of gaming stores, and they are not all friendly. <laughs> they absolutely are not, or all local. They all are gaming stores, though. So there you go. Anyway, dude. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. You know, it's weird. I'm weird because <sighs> to me. I don't consider the original versions of D&D, I don't consider those OSR because they're not a renaissance of it. They're, they're the actual thing. They're outside of the OSR. Uh, OSR for whatever it is or is not, I don't think... Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't think those games are part of it because they are the thing that the OSR is emulating. So they can't be part of it. They're outside of it. Anyway, <laughs> I'm weird, but you have more stuff to say about cyberpunk and healthcare. So let's hear it. All right, Joe, since you mentioned cyberpunk 2021st, when are you going to run it? I mean, I, so I've talked to medical professionals. I'm not a doctor, though I play one in the lab. I'm actually a PhD, but I talk to medical professionals all the time. And a lot of them are pushing from their perspective, and it's slow going because they have to fight against mainly the insurance companies, but they're really pushing towards a single pay system in our country even. We already have that for Medicare and Medicaid for uh, people who are disenfranchised and cannot afford medical care for the most part or the or older folks. But uh, I think we're really moving towards that, which I think would be great. We kind of need it for mainly for preventive stuff instead of always having to deal with medical crises in this country. But unfortunately, the reality is that our medical care in this country is driven by pharmaceuticals and the insurance companies. So until that changes, we're SOL really. I mean, it's ridiculous that the company that makes insulin, for example, can change and tweak the formula every three years so that 
people who are diabetic and on insulin have to pay a grand to three grand per pop when it should be generic since it is it's been around forever um it's ridiculous jason is gonna hate to hear that carl <laughs> we can't go to a private payer system man no i i hope we do uh yeah i i i really hope we do because it sucks like i've i've been discovering in my job there is a portion of the population of the elderly population of the world who need in-home care um for whatever reason they need in-home care and there are programs out there from medicaid to provide in-home care but those programs have strict financial limitations and so this portion of society with needs has just a little too much money not enough to do anything else with not enough to pay for private care on their own but too much to qualify for the state program and there's there's a there's no safety net in between and so you got to scramble around and try and get stuff figured out uh yeah it's 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 a bummer and hopefully hopefully we can get that fixed you know um i will say capitalism doesn't want that problem fixed they don't care about that problem that's not good business sense if they can't afford it they can't have it no worries no harm no foul bingo uh yeah <laughs> i gotta get in my shots man gotta get them where i can but more to the point on gaming at least cyberpunk rules i hope one day we all live in the cyberpunk future and i'm gonna have some sweet friggin cyber arms and maybe a cyber leg and like a gun that comes out of my thigh and shit it'll be dope i'll have a monofilament katana uh yeah i i can't wait i can't wait i can't wait for it but as far as running cyberpunk 2020 i don't know man it's been i haven't played or read or run or anything with cyberpunk 2020 probably since grade school since i was like 12 13 years old so like 30 years uh, but from, from what i remember and what i've seen in cyberpunk 2020 reviews by like seth skorkowski on his awesome youtube channel the interlock system seems pretty easy to run and to play super deadly <laughs> crazy insanely over the top deadly Every time you roll the dice, there is a 10% chance that something catastrophically bad is going to happen. Every single time, there's nothing you can do about it. That is intense. <laughs> that is very, very intense. Um, but who knows, maybe, because I think it'd be really fun. Outside of fantasy, cyberpunk is my favorite genre, and I feel, I feel pretty at home in there, so I think I could run it. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. Like that's I think that's important to feel comfortable in the genre that you're running. Like I don't think I would feel very good about running a hard sci-fi game. Like 
we've sort of been talking about in the podcasting sphere, sci-fi games. I don't think I'd feel very comfortable running one because I, I'm not super duper familiar with the genre. I know more about the science side of it than I do about the fiction side of it. So I just would feel, yeah, I would feel lacking. I wouldn't feel comfortable. I'm sure I could figure it out, you know, but it, I think it's good to feel comfortable in what you're running. You know, it's like a nice, a nice pair of pants, little comfies, mm, just fit all nice. Yeah, so fantasy, I'd be good with. Cyberpunk, I'd be good with. I could probably run a superhero game. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Modern would be weird. Cthulhu, I, I think I run a decent Cthulhu game. That was really fun. I had a good time running that and felt good doing it. But that's, yeah, like modern stuff would be weird. I think I would feel weird about running modern stuff. I've never, I've done it one time. Like we just were sitting around the table one night, bored me and my friends. And we just decided we we're going to play just a made up game. It was like, just grab two dice and you are your character. You know, we've all done it where you, you, you okay. The adventure is this right now. You're all in it. Let's go. Uh, and that was, that was fun. <clears throat> But that's that's it, yeah. That was a little tangent, a little <laughs> a little side tangent about running games, and healthcare, and socialized medicine, and my Apple anti-capitalist agenda. <laughs> the struggle is real. The struggle is real. But you have more to say about some cool Paizo stuff that's coming up. So what's up, dude? All right. So this message is not going to be as serious as the others. I'm looking at the Arodin's iPaisa Weekly News, and I'm very excited about the upcoming products. It looks like the next adventure path is going to be called Fist of the Ruby Phoenix, which looks like a martial arts tournament-based adventure path, which seems pretty cool. Secrets of Magic is coming out. I already got the uh, Galaxy Exploration Manual for Starfinder, which I think you would really like, because it's like Pathfinder first edition, but with some fixes that make it a little easier to run. Um, you got to do that one of these days. And then the Mwangi Expanse, which you have never had a book about and explored. This little, this looks like a big hardback book as opposed to a little slim book, which is pretty cool. And there's lots of pride pins. You can get uh, the cute creatures from Starfinder, a Paizo Goblin, or the big Paizo Golem in pride. So. I don't know. Maybe I'll order one of those. I Paizo just puts out product, right? Like, that's just what they do. They're so good at it. And a lot of it, if you're into Paizo stuff, is really quality. <laughs> that's amazing. It's funny. You mentioned um, the book, the magic book that's coming out. Because I just heard over on uh, Gaming from the First Age podcast, he was talking about how excited he is for that book to come out, too. And, yeah, I, I love it. Like, I'm sure I'll get back into playing second edition again. You know, I'm sure I will. But, and if I do, like, I want all the fun stuff. I definitely want all the fun stuff. Yeah, man. I, God bless Paizo for it, though. <laughs> Anyway, thanks for all the calls, Carl. Let me get out of here now. 
was nice. Just a chill little hang session with Jason, Carl, me, and you. It was so nice to have you here. We talked about some gaming stuff. We talked about healthcare. We talked about feeling good about what you're running. You know, run, run in your wheelhouse. It, it's good to explore. It's good to find out what you like. But yeah, just feel feel good about your what you're doing. That's what I'm all about. That's really what I'm all about. So the next time you folks will hear from me will be episode 200. Uh, yeah, and I I have to say that as of today, which is June 12th, Saturday, June 12th, at like 10 o'clock at night or whatever time it is right now. Damn, it's been a long, long hungover day. You know, where the kind of day where just time goes away and you don't know where it went. Just swaths of time. You're like, where did those two hours go? Yeah, I've been putting together this episode for like eight hours. <laughs> anyway, but shit. What I was saying was that as of right now, I've gotten six stories and... I, I know I've been hyperbolic about this to the nth degree, but honestly, I love each and every one of them so much, so much. I cannot wait to share them with you. I, I might get a couple more uh, before then. If I do, awesome. If not, awesome. Like these that I have are, I love them. I will love the ones that come in if any more do. So that's it, folks. Until the era of dark mysteries begins, peace out.